Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Edgeguard, the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Jordan. Hello. Hey, buddy. Welcome. How you doing? You ready to Hi. talk about Neon Boost? I'm so ready. Are you ready? All right, then let's do it. Let's get it. We're doing fast intro, Neon Boost. This Neon is a Boost. game by... Who's that by? Uh, I believe they're Spanish. I think they were students when they made this game. Don't don't quote me on that. Uh, but it's uh, they they appear to be in all located in Spain. We have uh, Carlos Montamarta. We have Juan Ramon. Oh God, there's there are four names here. Let's see, Juan Ramon Espinosa Pedrero. Okay, and uh, Berniel Tartas. There we go. Nice names. All those names. Those are the are the makers of Neon Boost, which um, they go by the name curious, Sample Tech Studio, though. Yes, Sample on Tech Steam. Studio. Yeah, uh, and on Steam, and this game is kind of like a uh, like parkour speed type game. It's like a first person shooter, but you're not really. I mean, you are shooting, but you're not shooting enemies. You're shooting rockets to perform uh, a, a facsimile of yeah. a rocket jump, basically. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have like titanfall wall running plus rocket jumps um and it's all in this kind of like tron aesthetic synth wave type uh you know environment so and your um, goal is to get from start to finish as fast as possible yeah there are there are a lot of levels actually there are what like 36 yeah there's There's, exactly there's 12 per world and there's three worlds so 36 So it's actually a pretty beefy. I only did the first world. Jordan did all three because he's. A I maniac. did do all three. Gets us back to the good old days of Edgeguard Podcast. Jordan winning at uh <sighs> at the competition of the hosts. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Fucking whatever. Yeah, we'll dude. we'll get we can get into that a little bit more because it's the trash uh, talk. I do think. Well, just on the topic of finishing, I did find it to be quite hard in places uh the yeah. first the first world um there's a couple moments that are tricky but nothing like like really punishing uh uh-huh. and then and then in worlds two and three there's a few that just man took me so long to beat but we'll yeah. we'll talk about that a little later yeah okay uh well where do you want to start with this game it's um it's a relatively simple game i mean you like we said you basically have what tools in your tool belt you you run forward uh Mm -hmm. you you jump you you jump you rocket jump which is that you have like a rocket launcher looking thing in your hand and you shoot it at your feet it looks kind of like a skinnier version of samus's arm gun oh sure that's what it reminds me of that yeah um and then you also can crouch but that i feel like that mechanic wasn't like super commonly used no it's just to there's a few spots where you have to like slide under a little tunnel and that's when it comes into play um and then what is that everything that you have? I think, um, uh, yes, that is, I mean, that's all that you do. Yes. There's, uh, it introduces different like obstacles for you to get through. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's, that's everything that's in your arsenal. Um, okay. And then it is, uh, it, the, the rocket jump ability, you do also like shoot a projectile out and in mm-hmm. a few scenarios, there's like little walls that oh, disappear walls when you, you shoot, shoot them. Through, yeah. So you do have to use it as a uh, projectile sometimes, but never for like, mm-hmm. like shooting an enemy only for, uh, clearing an obstacle out of the way. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. So I guess the first thing I want to talk about with, with this game is just the, the interesting decision to have rocket jumping be a mechanic 
uh, in a game in which regular rocketing is not a thing. Cause like, uh-huh. you know, the origins of rocket jump, I think it's from quake, right? That it was, yeah. it was revealed. It was an emergent mechanic, not intended by the developers that because the way that the, the knockback and the rocket worked, uh, players figured out that if they jumped first and then shot the rocket, they could jump even higher. Um, well, the, the original way it happened is that the rocket was supposed to kind of, uh, knock enemies around when you hit them with it. So exactly, you direct yeah. hit an enemy with a rocket. It does a bunch of damage, but if you miss, it does a little bit of damage and it kind of knocks them around. So it kind of gets them off their, their, you know, balance or whatever. But what people discovered is if you shoot it at your feet, uh, as you jump, you can get a little bit of extra height on the top of your jump. Yep. So you can kind of like get places that you're not su- supposed to go. Uh, and yeah, this game kind of takes that uh, mechanic and and says, what if we did that, but on purpose, which mm-hmm. other games I'm sure have done it on purpose, but yeah, now uh, it's like as, a, a trope. Um, yeah. And it's like a, a, a mechanic that is built around rather than a thing that like, Oh, we have a, we have a rocket jump that uh, we added because we like quake or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, th- it's kind of, Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say that it, it sort of like draws your attention to the, um, the way that rocket jump is a weird mechanic when it comes to player control, because uh, it, it's sort of the, the unintended interaction of two different mechanics, jumping and shooting. And normally mm. you're, you're obviously not looking at your feet when you jump. Um, yeah. So it, it introduces a, a weird sort of calculation where you have to, um, not really calculation, just like difficulty, where you have to not be looking where you're jumping when you jump in order yeah. to rocket jump. Yeah. Um, Which I found to be maybe one of this game's like the biggest like conceit level issue with this game is like <laughs> it's kind of uh, it's twofold, right? Yeah. So like. The first thing is, is that uh, it's not really that fun to uh, not be looking at where you're trying to go when the whole thing is that mm-hmm. you're trying to go somewhere. Uh, yeah. And then so to have to like look down at your feet uh, to like jump over stuff actually doesn't end up being uh, it ends up being pretty frustrating. I mean, it does yeah. feel fun to like uh, have the, the reason why you're like bouncing forward really high be because you shot like a projectile at your feet. Um, yeah. But then the, the other thing is that it's like, because it's not like the, the, uh, sort of like artifact of an accident or like, it's basically not a bug in the original game. It was a bug, right? Yeah. The first time there was a rocket jump, it, it was not really intentional. It's just something that happened. Um, exactly and so i think that's honestly like some of the inherent funness of a rocket jump is the fact that yeah yeah it feels uh, like you, you know, you're misusing the game exactly and- you're you're it almost feels like a speed runner strategy like yeah uh, we've we've technically uh, legal but not intended yeah it's like all those kind of weird movement techniques that you see in speed runs where where people are like in portal how they turn around and jump backwards yeah the like whole spin game around three times through. click your heels together and say there's no, no place i'm not like even talking home. about that i'm just talking about like <laughs> no in i know portal, just... for some reason as you jump if you're move backwards while you jump you move faster so they everyone yeah, just yeah, runs yeah. around jumping um so it, it, you kind of lose that and you get a little bit of frustration. That said, it still is pretty fun to like, I don't yeah. know, bound around. And they also, they do fudge it um, a significant amount. You don't have to be straight to, at your feet. Yeah. Yeah. You actually, it actually, it does this interesting thing where even if the rocket is like pretty far in front of you, 
um, if you shoot it at something that's like in front and kind of below you, the rocket will still propel you as if it were behind you and underneath you. Yes. Uh, and is, as you, as you advance through the game, I didn't realize that until I was already in world three and there's, Oh really? There are a few. So a few places where it's almost necessary for you to do that in order for you oh, to advance. Absolutely. There are, there are levels I definitely would not have beat if not for that, probably because rather than getting good, I was like, I'm going to abuse this game because you can abuse yeah, the hell out too. of that rocket jump. Yeah, the thing that I um, the thing that I didn't realize is if you are wall riding, uh, mm-hmm. and you just shoot the and basically in front of you, like you just shoot yeah. the nearest spot of the wall next to you, it'll launch uh-huh. you off quite a lot. And it, it seems oh, yeah. like it's a a fixed quantity that has to do with, um, well, you can increase it if you jump at the same time, but uh-huh. if you don't want to have to worry about timing your rocket and your ju- and your jump simultaneously, I got the impression that the amount of propulsion you get off of a a wall ride is just fixed. And so you can just shoot and it's like, it, it becomes much that more reliable. Uh, that wouldn't that, surprise me. That saved my ass. I, I was getting so frustrated on a, a level. And then mm-hmm. when I realized you could do that, it just made it so much smoother. Yeah. And I think on the wall, do you even have to aim back at the wall or can you kind of just press it? I don't, I don't actually remember. I think it has to shoot, hit the wall, but like, that's okay. about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's so that's like where some of the frustration happens when like, Cause they'll, they'll, they'll set you up with a, a situation where it's like, okay, you're running on a wall and you have to jump to somewhere that's, you know, on the other side of the wall. So say I'm running the walls to my left, I'm running along the wall and then there's somewhere over off to my right and it's far enough away that I can't jump there normally. So I'm supposed to rocket jump yep. and you have this really kind of awkward interaction where you're turning left toward the wall, trying to shoot a rocket at the wall to your left to propel you for far enough to your right to get over there. So you're like looking the opposite way of the direction you want to go yeah. shooting and then trying to like flip back and it ends yeah. up being like, uh, I don't know. It's just like, it doesn't, it's, it doesn't quite all the way work. Yeah. You know, the, the way I, I sort of thought about it is that this is a game that is really about, um, the sort of, you know, at its best, it's a game that's about like effortless movement, uh-huh. Um, and w- when you're just like racing along the walls and like bouncing around and if you, you know, uh, on a few levels, I got stuck on them long enough that like the first half of them I had just like mastered, uh, mm. because I kept dying at the end. And so I was doing the beginning over and over again. And when you get, uh, your motion down, like really like, like almost frame perfect, it feels really good. Uh, and I mm. think they do some interesting things to reinforce that. Like, for example, the music only plays when you are moving, uh, mm-hmm. So it really like kind of reinforces the feeling of like it, it's a game about being in constant perpetual like don't m- stop motion <laughs> don't stop but then that's the the tricky thing about the rocket jump is I think it that is a mechanic that by its nature kind of disrupts that sort of like mm. uh, flowing movement because in order to do it you have to look away um, yeah yeah and I almost I almost feel like. There's kind like, of a mechanical dissonance almost. I exactly. Like. Exactly. It's like, it's like you take the, it's a game that has a similar wall running uh, mechanic, like Titanfall two or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is like, you know, not really fair to compare it to. It's like the gold standard for, for like wall running games, fun wall running, <laughs> running like fluid movement. Right. Sure. But, um, I could foresee it's, it's kind of like, I, I kind of get the feeling that, um, 
with with a a game like this that i i feel like it's a student game i'm not i i I don't want to like assume that too much but it just has the the feeling of like we worked on this for a project yeah uh, and it's like released on steam because that's a part of uh like the classes you have to put it out on steam i mean that's at least how it was for my project but maybe maybe it's not i mean it uh, it seemed if it is a student game i it is pretty like I agree that like there are certain things about yeah. it that make it feel that way. You know, having done this podcast for like almost two yeah. years now, um, but I I really do. Uh, um, I must say it is quite successful as a student game. You know, this yeah, was made in the, it sure. made in a year by three uh, game design students. They did yeah. quite good job. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, what I was saying is that it, it has a, a hallmark of a student game, which is that you can tell that. Uh, the the way that this was pitched in in uh, a classroom setting was uh, what if there was a game where rocket jump was a mechanic not uh, like was the uh, something a mechanic right, we built the game right. around rather than whatever yeah. and uh, they probably reached a point where they you know the the rocket jump mechanic could have been iterated into something that wasn't actually a rocket jump but that was maybe a little bit better for like making the game make sense a little more like. I explode. I can like use the arrow keys or some, or not, maybe not the arrow keys, but I can use something to explode in a direction, either in front behind to the left or right of me. And then use that to propel myself rather than having it be explicitly a rocket jump where I have to aim it. Right. Cause then you still get the fun of like, Oh, an explosion is what's like pushing me forward uh, or something like that. But it's just like, there's a little bit, I mean, it just reminds me of when I would work on a game and games wouldn't end up getting made because you'd get stuck on this thing that you thought was a really cool idea. And you're like trying to be like, no, no, no. Like if we build it, it'll be dope. And everyone else is like, "Uh, are you sure? Does it just seem like it'd be cool? And then once we build it, it'll actually wouldn't be that cool. But uh, I think it is still fun. I'm not saying that to say that this game like isn't fun or cool. It's just I feel like it's like not quite all the way there, Um, you know. Yeah, I, I think I would I would tend to agree with that. There were a few things that um, a few other places where um, actually before I say this, just while I'm thinking about it, if it another thing about if it is a student game, they got like uh-huh. 800 reviews on Steam. Which yeah, kudos if uh, if it is a student game, that's quite successful. Um, sure, but uh, a, a few other things that kind of made it feel like there were some rough around the edges stuff. Um, uh the um so one of them when you're wall riding it seems to lock your mouse at a certain mm. uh vertical uh location oh, i see so you mm. can still move back and forth um and you can't move uh up and down at least i think so um mm. that makes it tricky to well it's hard because you're never 100 percent sure how the rocket jumping like geometry works if it mm-hmm. is the case that you don't need to be shooting down in order to uh, to rocket jump, then I can mm-hmm. see why they would have done that because the idea is they want to reduce the amount of like uh, cognitive load you have while you're trying to you know aim your rocket sure. jump and jump and wall ride. So by mm-hmm. just locking it in place, then you can just click and you don't have to worry about anything. Um, mm-hmm. But if you do have the ability to like choose, um, to like uh if it does matter precisely where your your rocket is exploding then that seems mm-hmm. like a strange i'm not sure why they why they did that so maybe i just don't know about enough about the mechanics underlying the rocket yeah. jumping to say if that I'm, was I'm a really, good move or not 
I'm really curious what they've done to to kind of cheese the rocket jumps or not cheese, but just kind of like fudge the physics yeah, a little bit. Cause, out, yeah. Cause there's definitely some weird, like, like I said earlier, one of the things that I was abusing a lot is uh, that if something, it doesn't even really have to be below you, but if it's like 10 feet approximately in front of you and like basically below the horizon line, if you're to like yeah, look you straight can out, go up. <laughs> It's like you can shoot and it like launches me as if it were like the same position, but behind me instead of in front of me. Right. Uh, and so you yeah. can do some really yeah. wonky shit. And like, honestly, I, I probably uh, I think a speed run of this game would be super fun. Yeah, because I, I watched bet someone you, do it. Eleven minutes. Oh, really? The whole I bet game. You if you got if you got really good at like how to like cheese the physics, because I was already like, I'm not that good. I think I was better at cheesing this game than I actually was at the game. Uh, because <laughs> I I was doing a level and I just like shot a rocket and it got weird and I end up being on top of one of those like laser gate things. And you need to shoot the top of that thing and launch off of it. Yeah, <laughs> and you that's and a, you have you big, have so much. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that's a that ended up being a large part of my strategy throughout the game. Is, yeah, is like uh, going over obstacles that it, it seems like you were supposed to go around or under. Absolutely. Um, and using the tops of obstacles as a place to stand. There was oh, yeah. one you didn't get to this one because I think it was in World. Might have been in World Two, but uh-huh. <laughs> there's this giant like machine thing that you're kind of like on a a highway type thing, and there's this uh-huh. this big like archway over you that's moving, and it has like mm-hmm. moving lasers. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you're supposed to like kind of move along with it and and move and dodge the lasers and kind of move along. So wait, if, are you talking about the train one? No, or is it's it different? a it's okay. a different one. But okay. there's eventually a place where you can just get on top of it and just yeah, ride and just it to run. the end. Yep. <laughs> so um, uh, so yeah, and then I mean throughout the game, there's places where things that it doesn't quite seem like you're supposed to be able to get on top of, you can, yeah. and then just launch yourself off of them and skip large portions of the. Uh, the map which yeah which i did several times i did many uh, times yes because it was like a little bit less frustrating than me than trying to figure out what they wanted me to do yeah um, but uh yeah it, but also pretty fun because uh, then because yeah. then it starts wrapping around back to uh so the thing i said earlier about how uh, it takes a little bit of the fun out of doing a rocket jump when it's there on purpose, but uh, when you yeah. can kind of abuse it in a certain way to be like, oh, here's these like rows of laser walls that I'm supposed to be like dodging around skillfully. And I'm just like shooting the top of them to bounce to the next one <laughs> in succession to go around it. It's like, oh, I don't know. That's pretty fun for kind of a similar reason that like you're not really supposed to get here, but I'm yeah. doing it and it's fun. I mean, so, I, um, I will say that, uh, there were some places where I'm like, okay, I'm definitely cheesing it. There were other places where I was like, I'm not actually sure if this is cheesing or if this is like alternative strategy because, yeah. because if you follow the prescribed path, there are levels where you simply cannot get above a bronze. I like, I, I'm pretty sure yeah. that it's, it's not possible to get like the highest, mm. highest speed rating. There's like four ratings. It's like bronze, silver, gold, and red. I don't know what that one's supposed to be, but, That's interesting. Um, but it, it really seemed like on some of them, uh, you cannot, you have to use more creative paths in order to, uh, in order Ugh. to get the highest ranking. And the, the one time in the whole game, all 36, I only got red once the uh-huh. highest ranking on one, on one map. And that was one where I probably skipped half of it because I found a, a shortcut. Um, Interesting. I bet you, I bet you red is like their speed runner thing. So I'm, I'm, yeah, it I seemed think like I a, might not have given them enough credit knowing that I wasn't paying a ton of attention to the to the um to the ratings uh, like the 
bronze, silver, gold because right, right. it was apparent pretty early on that I like wasn't that good at it. But the fact that uh, that you say that makes me think that they probably uh, were aware of the ways you can kind of fudge around it and kind of lean into that a little bit, which yeah. uh, is which is fun. Uh, and maybe you just have to get deeper in the game than I got to to um, sort of see that. But uh, yeah, I, I appreciate that as well um, because uh, it, it was it it was fun to kind of like just float around and like I did figure out tactics. Like you can kind of if you so if you start a rocket jump and you're in the air and then like right as you're at like the lowest point where the where the blast from another rocket jump will send you up if you shoot there then you can really bounce way higher than it seems like you're actually supposed to and oh, then so you can really kind of, i never discovered that that's yeah so basically like huh. there's one spot in the last level i played so the last level of the first world where um i had been like kind of cheesing my way along getting to the top of like the the walls that you run on you could just like i could just land on top of them and run instead of doing the wall run because it was a little bit less frustrating for me to try and like shoot the rocket off the wall um and then i got to this part where there's like a laser gate in front of me and i'm in a spot where i probably am not supposed to be uh and so i'm like oh damn i need to close a lot of distance but instead what i would do is i would rocket jump from so basically there are like three lanes right on this train level the one that i uh, you know, the last one of that first uh, area. Do you know the right. one I'm talking about? Um, maybe. It's like the one that automatically scrolls along. They're like, it's the name is something about a train. That's why I keep calling them train. But obviously there are platforms that move and the lasers are coming at you and they're like gaps between the platforms, you know, and there's like three lanes of platforms or there's two lanes at first. Maybe uh, this level didn't yes. take you that long. No, yes, I do. Rem- I think I do remember this level. Well, there's multiple so, levels throughout the game that oh, have okay. something like that. But I'm think oh, I, I remember the one in world one. Yeah. yeah. Oh so no, anyway, I do. I do. I do. Yeah. So anyway, there's a part where there's three lanes. So I was over on the right lane at a time when I think you weren't supposed to really be over there. So I would rocket jump over to the middle lane. And then before I touch the ground, I would shoot again and get popped up high enough that there's like a big, like a, the laser wall, but it has like a frame around it. And basically mm. I could do the thing where I was like at the level of the laser wall and shoot and I would get launched like slingshot over top of it. And then <laughs> I'm, and then I'm just like coming and shooting straight down and bouncing off the top of the successive laser walls <laughs> to get to the end. <laughs> and that yeah, was, that was I, pretty fun. I did something similar on that level. I, I mean, I like, yeah, I would just jump over all of those. Like there were a few spots where it seemed like you're supposed to wall run I was like, yeah, no, you're supposed to wall run or you're supposed to use those little like trampoline things around the sides of the laser walls. And I'm like, what if I didn't do that at all? (laughs) What if I just jumped over all of this stuff? You say trampolines. Do they, do they actually increase your, no, I don't know why I think of them as trampoline. They're just like little platforms, little platforms that glow. And that's another uh, criticism I would say is like, there's certain things where it's not really clear what they're supposed to do like if it has a specific impact uh and there were times when to me it was unclear if i was needed to rocket jump to get a certain distance yeah so i ended up just kind of doing it all the time even though there were times when that got me in trouble uh and i feel like it would have been nice if there was some sort of indication of like all right you're gonna have to rocket jump to make it this far um i so i eventually realized literally the final level of the whole game when i realized this that i think the 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 platforms that have mm-hmm. a little circle on them, that's supposed to be an, um, well, I have one of two theories, either the strong theory, like, or the first theory is that it's a strong 
hint of shoot here in order to get where you need to. Like mm. I, I, there was an area where you had to basically like bunny hop over like four platforms. And mm. if you just shoot, don't jump, literally just shoot, uh, in the middle of the platform, right where the circle on the platform is, you you'll uh-huh. get the exact amount of distance you need to jump from each one. And oh, when I figured that out, it made it way easier. Uh, mm. So either it's telling you like, here's what you need to do, or it seems like they just put a lot of stuff on the platforms just to give you a visual reference for where you're yeah. shooting. And uh, that's the kind of confusion I'm talking about. It's like the fact yeah, that it's not clear like, which of is those this is telling right. me what I need to do. Yeah, yeah, that it's like kind of not totally communicating uh everything that it that it needs to right yeah and i think that that becomes the big uh so on some levels where you have a bigger range of options for how to tackle it um Mm -hmm. i think that's less of a problem the levels Mm -hmm. where that became a really big problem for me were the ones where uh there were obstacles that were timing based um in such a way that they could only be uh, completed mm. at one particular moment. So you never encountered oh. this, but in world two, there's these big gears that are constantly mm-hmm. spinning. Uh, sometimes you can make it over them. Most of the time you cannot, and they just mm. have a little circle in them and the gear has to be exactly lined up for you to be able to go oh, through. I see. And so mm. I, um, I was like, okay, I need some, I felt like I needed some frame of reference to know when I should be jumping uh, so that later on, uh, the gear is where I need it to be. Sure, um, sure. Because yeah, sometimes the other sense. thing, did you ever get to those those ramps that speed you up? Uh, no. I, I think they introduced that in World 2 also. So there's a, there's this one level in particular where there's multiple gears uh, and you can't see one of the gears because another gear is in front of you and then you mm. have to go along a speed ramp to get through. So mm. if you have waited too long at all, it's just impossible because yeah. the gear will be in the wrong spot when you get to it. But you mm-hmm. also can't, it's hard to visually confirm that you're going at the right time mm-hmm. because you can only see one of the gears at a time. Oh, yeah, that does sound kind of frustrating. Yeah, that one took me a long time. Mm. I almost Damn. quit at that level. Yeah. But didn't. Mm. Well, I'm glad that you that you <laughs> made it through. Um how do you feel about the level of air control that you have in this game? Because you have a shitload of control. Uh, in the air. Like, big fan. <laughs> almost as much control as you have on the ground. Like, honestly, it I might think be maybe same. literally the same. Yeah. Which is nuts. Uh, and at times it's like, I think partially, partially, uh, partially that's why you can cheese it so effectively is because it's like, yeah. <laughs> you can really like, woo, woo. yeah, that's like, why you, you can land on top of like, like uh walls that are thinner than your character <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's it's pretty pretty crazy how much control you have in the air and they they do make you use it a few times where you're like you have to kind of like launch off something where it launches you straight forward and they kind of expect yeah. you to like like go right around something <laughs> like did that whistle convey the motion that i mean where you go like well, i go straight when you did it that way it made it sound like you're doing a loop-de-loop <laughs> move move <laughs> move in a perfect semicircle around the thing i'm supposed to move just like boop 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 you know yeah well i did um there was another one of the gear levels man not a fan of the gears let me just say that yeah uh, where you can go around one of the gears because you have so much air control so you literally just jump up and just go whoop like off to you the go, right side ya. of it and then land that's funny yeah it's pretty figured good. that out um nice. oh man this is making me want to watch that speedrunner again because i just watched the um 
I just watched them to figure out how to do the last level because I was you know stuck on it for thirty or forty minutes, and eventually oh, I was I like, I think I'm missing something. Oh, okay. Because the final level, there's that I was telling you about the the platforms you have to kind of bunny hop on, uh-huh. and then there's one final jump that I was like, this seems too far. I, I just can't make it. Turns yeah. out there's a wall next to it that you can wall run on that I didn't Ooh. realize because it's the first wall in the whole game that it's red. And so huh. I didn't recognize it as a wall you can run on. <laughs> very nice. Very. How do you feel frustrated when I realized that? Yeah, it sounds frustrating. How do you how do you feel about the aesthetic of the game? It's kind of I like liked a, it. I thought it was fun. Yeah. The visual I mean, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of like a stereotypical like Tron synthwave aesthetic. Yeah. Everything's black with like neon highlights, you know. Yeah, something about I don't know. It just makes it the the like really bright lines. I think especially, um, uh, I mean, it's a very like Tron effect. But when you're when you're moving fast, something uh-huh. about those like like bright lines zipping past you is very just it's yeah. very exciting, <laughs> thrilling. <laughs> very thrilling um all right do you have anything else for uh, for this here video game um i think i did um oh yeah so um so we talked a little bit about the the problems with rocket jumping as a mechanic for uh-huh. its own sake i will say that um the when you get it uh down pretty well there is mm-hmm. something like that it, it paradoxically becomes more intuitive because the way that I end up doing it is looking down and then shooting and kind of flicking back up. Mm-hmm. And it, it almost like, like at the level of uh, tactility sort of feels like it's the flick that's jumping me up rather than the, uh. the shoot itself. And then it actually started oh, to feel more natural. Um, oh, weird. Weir- weirdly enough, because there was a, an upward motion. Um, hmm. uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know that I have a very, uh, yeah, a deep analysis to make of that. But sure, that is did, an interesting observation. It, it did st- start to near the end. I did start to get a kind of like reflexive use of it. That at the beginning, I was like, "This will never become intuitive," <laughs> but yeah. then eventually, a little bit. Yeah, I think I just never quite got to that point of familiarity to reach that. But um, yeah, I can I can see how that's a thing. Um, I had I had one other thought that I or one other thing that I I feel like I noticed. Did you? have uh and for a for a platformer game have more moments where you felt like you try to jump off the end of a platform and you just fall off because you jump too late did you have that moment a lot or not really um not a ton but enough that i thought about it okay because like for me i felt like i had it uh more than i normally would in a platformer so i'm Mm. wondering i wanted to talk about a, a very common technique in platformers uh that uh most people don't or that maybe you don't know about which is that uh in many platformers actually actually i would argue probably almost all uh the 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 last frame on which you can jump is not actually when you like most here this i'm trying this is a bad way to phrase it but a better way to phrase it would be uh (laughs) many platforming games let you jump off a platform even if you're already off it for a short Uh, window interesting there's there's an amount of time uh where it feels uh much better and it feels more uh like dynamic for you to hit like if you hit the jump at the last second many players will actually hit it after like a couple frames after the the character is already off the edge but if you give them a little grace period and let them still jump 
then that ends up making things feel a lot better. And some games are like a little bit more loose with it. And there are some games where you can start to almost see it because it's a big enough window that the character is sure. like kind of hanging in the air for a second and then like almost jumps off of the air. Right. I feel like the uncharted games kind of have that because they right. have this like kind of like rip roaring, uh, you know, uh, cinematic view of everything so it just looks much more like adventurous to have him be like jumping at the last minute and flying through the air um yeah but it's it's actually a very common technique and i feel like this game maybe doesn't have that because there are a few moments where especially when i was wall running where it's like all right i'm at the end of the wall i'm gonna hit the oh and i've fallen down because it was i hit the space bar too late or i hit whatever too late um and i feel like a game like this that could really help you out and maybe it maybe it's there it's just understated or maybe i'm just bad you know you never it's hard to know with these kind of things (laughs) yeah uh i i could i definitely felt like i um when it came to the walls i almost always would try to shoot launch either if you know when i had the opportunity i would just avoid them entirely because I, i found the wall running um quite tricky in places yeah at least dismounting quite tricky um uh, or I would like rocket jump myself off like in the middle early. of the wall, just sure. way early. Um, yeah. S- because I it did find it very hard to, yeah, to get the timing right at the end. So yeah, I agree that with could that. be a I thing. Think, I think the wall running was, uh, cool, but it was, it's just close enough to Titanfall to make me want to be playing Titanfall <laughs> because it's yeah. like, you know, obviously with a triple a budget, you can kind of like work out the kinks a little bit better and have it feel, sure. uh, like really great. But, um, yeah, the as other opposed parts to of the this, game, I which do is feel pretty good, you know? Yeah. It's, but the wall running is a little bit lacking yeah. for sure. I, it actually, I mean, it really made me think about just platforms and platformers in general. Um, hmm. and, and the reasons why, one reason why there don't seem to be that many first person platformers, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a there's a billion, uh, two, two dimensional ones. Sure. Um, but first person ones kind of much harder to get right. Like I, I mm-hmm. think mirror's edge is like the gold standard, but I've never actually uh, played it. But the, mm-hmm. I think one of those, the reasons for that is, is, uh, platforming, um, really brings out the visual limitations of the first person point of view on a two dimensional screen, uh, yeah. which is just to say you become really aware of the fact that you have no peripheral vision. Um, yeah, you have no w- peripheral vision. You can't see where you're going and your feet at the same time. Exactly. You have to choose and, <laughs> and depth. And like the more, the more uh, peripheral vision you have by like widening the FOV, the worse your depth perception is. Uh, sure. Sure. And like that makes sense. things a space can like expand or collapse based on the field of view. And that can really like fuck you up pretty bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's tricky. Um, and they, they mostly get it right here, I think. So, um, did you have any other thoughts on neon boost? Um, I just want to watch the speedrunner again. I want to see yeah. 11 yeah, minutes, dude, the whole game. Yeah. It and how long did it take good. you to play it? A couple hours? Uh, steam says two hours. Okay. Well, so. yeah, they don't do a very good job of rounding up though. So it's That's between true. two and I think three it's, probably closer to three. I think. Yeah. If you spent 40 minutes on the last level, I would assume yeah. that you're probably close to three. Yeah. Um, well anyway, uh, would we, would you like to tell the people what we're going to play next week? 
Uh, yes. So next week we're going to play a, uh, a two dimensional platformer. Uh, well, it may be a little three dimensional. 2.5 D. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, it's uh, called plasticity or plasticity. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it's like, a I'm pun. sure it's plasticity. Uh, it's, a uh, well, yeah, it's pronounced plasticity, but it's a pun on plastic city because it's about, um, it's a, it's a puzzle platformer where you're exploring a sort of looks like post-apocalyptic world that has to do with, it says plastic ridden world. So maybe it's about like humans destroying the environment through overproduction of plastics. I don't know. Uh, it's mm-hmm. by plasticity games. So I think this is their first game. It's also on steam. So, mm. uh, we will be playing that next week. It looks a lot like, um, the, the visual style, um, kind of looks like a less dark version of inside, uh, which is a, a game that I really, I mean, really the whole game kind of has inside vibes. It has a yeah. the look of like you play on a 2d plane, but you're like yep. moving through 3d, 3D space. Um, yeah. The, I, I, looking through the, the steam slideshow of the game, uh, some of the puzzles look like they're kind of the figure out how this abandoned machine works, which yep. is a lot of inside, um, the, the classic inside limbo formula. Exactly. <laughs> Wandering through this weird post-industrial, um, <laughs> a warehouse, figure out how the abandoned shit works. Sure. Um, um, cool. Well, we'll be playing plasticity next week. If you want a link to plasticity, uh, we'll be uh, tweeting that out on on Twitter, which is where you tweet uh, generally. <laughs> uh, and we'll be doing that. Our our account is at uh, EdgeGuardCast. So if you want to go ahead and follow us, then you don't have to like try and find the game on your own. You can have to be like Plasticity Game. Who wants to type out that? Do you even know how to spell that? I don't know. Are you good at spelling? Maybe you're bad at spelling. Either I can't way, even spell game. So <laughs> I, you can't spell video game. You already, you always do it one word, like a criminal. No, it should be one word because it's not a video. Killing me that you want to do two different two words. I know that I know that I'm the outlier here. Everyone's trying to make two words happen, but I feel like it is a. I want to hear your argument for my one argument word. is that video game is like its own thing now. It's not like you're trying to say it is a game, but there's visual yeah, elements. Yeah, it's its own thing. It's its own thing now, but that doesn't change the fact that the reason it was called a video space game in the first place was because that's where the understanding of these games came from. And like, just because that understanding isn't necessarily true now, doesn't mean we have to, well, let's uh, put it this know, way. It changed the terminology. I, I do and, feel and furthermore, like there's a lot of stuff that we played that uh, game is like a pretty big stretch. Uh, no, that but we that's still why I, that's why I think that you want to get rid of the space because if it's a, if it's a compound word, it implies that it's not a matter of being, uh, a, a game it's just its own thing you know it's a video game whereas if you do video game that implies that it is primarily a game and it's being modified by video it's mm. a game that is visual whereas mm. I feel like video game as one word it's just like it's its own thing and so mm. it, it becomes less of a problem that it's not you know quote unquote gamey that's my mm. argument you know I see your argument and I reject it and you it. reject it I hate you <laughs> Go to hell, Blake. (laughs) And on that note, uh, we'll talk to you next week, listeners. (laughs)